Welcome to the alternative. Radio that questions virtual reality. Sponsored by ISEDN.org. Is there life beyond the big four search engines? Are webmasters spending more than they need to? Or leaving money on the table? What opportunities exist on the margins? Spend the next hour exploring paid and free alternatives to the major search engines. Now, step into the alternative with your host, Jim Hedler. Welcome to The Alternative for Thursday, June the 7th, 2007. We have a, well, it was a hard show to put together, but it's going to be pretty easy on, a, on us hosts because, well, this is actually kind of a recorded show, but it was recorded live just hours before the show went on. Um, Dave Davies uh, is here on the line with me, and uh, we had to do a recorded show because Dave and I spent the last few days down in Seattle gathering these interviews and getting them all set up, and... Uh, we were at the the incredible FMX Advanced Conference. Dave, dude, did, what did you think? Uh, you you really couldn't beat the lunches. I, I know you've been to, to some of the SESs, and uh, what a difference! <laughs> I don't know if that'll that'll hold out indefinitely at those ones, but uh, but if uh, Danny's listening here, uh, yeah, keep up the good work on those on the quality of those lunches. Uh, no, <laughs> an absolutely brilliant convention. Uh, met some some really interesting people there, as uh, as I'm sure did you. We had a chance to interview uh, interview a couple of them as well, and uh, yeah, just a just a great show. And I would definitely go again. How about you? Uh, absolutely, I think SMX Advanced was um, probably the 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 best search marketing show I've ever been to. Um, I've ever had the pleasure of going to. Uh, the sophistication of the of the speakers and the quality of the content, um, the fact that everybody who was there was an advanced webmaster, well versed in search marketing, um, felt like we all knew each other. Um, yeah, and again, we got some some great interviews. Uh, got a chance to set up an interview with uh, Dan Bo- Dan Broberg from Yahoo, um, director of sales and technology for YSM. We uh, got to speak with the. Uh, Director of Marketing from LookSmart, T.J. Kelly, and uh, and Dave, I'm sorry you weren't you weren't uh, part of this, but I was able to speak with Cindy Crum from Blue Moon Works, um, just a brilliant speaker on social media. Yeah, and uh, I mean, how how important a topic is that too, and uh, and a brilliant woman. So, uh, yeah, that's uh, I, I'm I'm looking forward to hearing it. So uh, I'll definitely be listening along with the rest of our listeners to hear that uh, to hear that one. Um, yeah, so. I want to jump back to the to just talking about SMS Advanced or SMX Advanced and uh, the some of the experiences that were there. Um, I've been trying to explain to a few other people why I felt it was a totally different type of conference. And you know, the one image that, that stands out in my mind the most was uh, we were having lunch on on Monday. The uh, the session. A massive session that was called U and A, like Q and A, questions and answers, but it was U and A with Matt Cutts had just let out. Um, people had had a chance in this session to fire whatever question they wanted, ninety minute open floor questions to to Matt, who you know who answered or deflected them the best that he could. It was a, a great session. Everyone had a lot of fun. There was a lot of laughs shared um, back and forth between between the attendees and Matt and. Uh, so after the session, you know, it lets out. Everyone crowds into the uh, into the dining area for lunch, and the lunches were incredible. These big buffet tables um, instead of the box lunches you usually get at, at most events. It was these massive, massive tables with um, gourmet catering. And anyway, so 
we're all having lunch, and it's towards the tail end of the lunch period, and I see Matt Cutts come into the room. And he walks up to the buffet, and he's able to walk around the buffet, and the whole time he was there, he wasn't crowded. He was alone. It was, I've never seen that happen before. Um, and I think that sort of thing happened because it was a really, again, a really advanced, sophisticated crowd who already knows how to, how to access people like Matt. Well, and that's, that's definitely, it was definitely a, a, different, uh, a different type of population there. Um, now, a, a question I had for you, if, if you found the same, uh, the same sort of thing as I did, and, and it does get into the caliber of people that were attending SMX, no, uh, no disrespect, obviously, for the SES, and I, I love those events as well, um, but it was a, a different type of person that was ending up at, uh, at SMX. What uh, like the the numbers themselves were lower. The people that attended were were different. I mean, obviously, we we both saw a lot of familiar faces while we were there. But um, you know, as far as just the, the standard attendees, it was quite different. How did you find um, the networking itself while you were there? And how do you think a lot of the uh, the SEOs and PPC managers and, and people looking to pick up clients? How do you think they uh, sort of felt it was? Even though there were lower numbers, it was definitely a different group of people that were there. Well. It was uh, it was more comfortable. Um, I know when I was speaking with people, I didn't feel as rushed, and um, I felt we were able to have way more direct conversations. Um, you know, when you attri- you attend a large trade show, there's a the expo hall is usually just packed, really crowded. There's people walking all over the place, and people want to hear what each other are saying and hear each other's ideas. And at most shows, I tend to feel very crowded when I'm in booths, when I'm talking to somebody. Yeah. Um, here, that felt like you were walking around a, a um, indoor, indoor university campus, um, just sort of, you know, hanging out, talking to people, talking to colleagues. Um, it wasn't as much like you were talking to vendors and networking as it was uh, very friendly, hi- highly technical and really focused, but very friendly gathering of, of like-minded techies. No, it's very true. And, I mean, it was uh, a unique experience. And, and as you say, when you, when you hit the, the expo halls and, uh, and, you know, the dining area, um, you could easily find uh, some very, very interesting people to chat with. But as, uh, as you referenced with Matt Cutts, and I noticed myself, um, if you wanted to find... Uh, sort of a quiet space to either work on your laptop or um, have a more private conversation with uh, with a smaller group of people um, without being interrupted. It was very easy to do that, too. So I think from that space, uh, Danny picked a, a great location. Um, oh, limited beautiful. number of Gorgeous location, eh? That was amazing. Seattle oh, is a beautiful city. Just brilliant. Um, and then, you know, it was just, just blocks away from a number of, uh, a number of great sites of, uh, of Seattle. My first time in Seattle, I don't know about you, but uh, it certainly won't be my last. Uh, just a beautiful city, great location. Um, yeah, I, think, uh, I think as far as first launches for, for SMX, I think Danny did just a great job in, in picking in all the, all the decisions that he made uh, from the speakers uh, to the location. Yeah, yep, Danny said, do it right, and lo, it was done, and done well. Um, folks, stick around. We're going to have to go into break, but we're going to be coming back with uh, what was three amazing interviews. First one, Dan Broberg from Director of Sales at YSM, um, TJ Kelly, Director of Marketing at LookSmart, and Cindy Crum from Blue Moon Works, uh, brilliant conversationalist on uh, uh, social networking and on, on mobile search as well. But I, I think the interview is going to stick mostly to social networking. 
Stick around. This is uh, Jim Hedger and Dave Davies on The Alternative, sponsored by the ISEDN on webmasterradio.fm. We'll be back in a few minutes. The Alternative on webmasterradio.fm. We'll be back after this short commercial break. Gentlemen, start your engines. Okay. Well, how do I get my engine started? <laughs> Is your online marketing being left at the starting gate? Don't have enough information to stay ahead of your competitors? Then visit EngineReady.com and get a free trial of our affordable enterprise class web analytics. With EngineReady, you can accurately track revenues from all online marketing campaigns, search engines, banner ads, email, and more. EngineReady strategic marketing software. See why companies of all sizes achieve exceptional online results with EngineReady, the professional standard in search marketing. Oh, maybe I should just get out and push. It's a no-brainer. Reaching customers everywhere they search is smart business. However, reaching them through web and mobile search as well as free directory assistance with effective pay-per-call advertising is, well, ingenious. Ingenio Pay-Per-Call delivers highly targeted phone call leads to businesses looking for new customers. And the advertising business only pays for new customer lead. Call 1-800-705-0632 today to ask about your free trial or go to Ingenio.com slash web radio. That's Ingenio.com slash web radio. Ingenio. Simply ingenious. Are your ads managing you? Tired of click fraud and little or no ROI on your pay-per-click search ads? Take control. Reduce your cost and gain valuable traffic with effective flat fee featured listings on over 245 search engines and web directories from the ISEDN.org, the independent search engine and directory network. Now free yourself from click fraud, bidding, and hassles with low-cost top 10 exposure for less than $4 a month from ISEDN. So visit ISEDN.org today and discover how easy it is maximizing your company's online revenue stream with affordable search engine and directory flat fee ads from the ISEDN.org. And now, transport back into the alternative on webmasterradio.fm. Here's your host, Jim Hedger. Welcome back to the alternative on Webmaster Radio sponsored by the ISEDN.org. So Dave and I are on the phone with Dan Broberg, Director of Sales Technology for Yahoo Search Marketing, and um, just got back from what I think was, was one of the best search marketing conferences well, ever. Um, Dan, what did you think of SMX? That was a great show, and I think, um, you know, Danny's obviously, I think that the challenge is that, you know, as a, as a marketer or as a search engine even, the question is always, you know, how many shows can I, can I afford to go to and how much time? can I take out of my work schedule to, to go to these shows? But, of course, for us, it's always great to meet with clients. And if you get, a, you know, a, a lot of people in one place that you really want to talk to and need to talk to to get their feedback on what you're doing, it's a, it's a great opportunity. So for us, it was, it was actually a really good show. I think we were surprised by the number of people. I, I know that just with Danny's name, you expect pretty good turnout, and you expect, hey, this is his first, first event, and people would be interested and pretty excited to, to come. But I still I didn't expect like a thousand people. I thought maybe four or five hundred would be tops. So I was definitely surprised, and I uh, and I and I appreciated the the advanced focus as well. I think that um, it's nice just to have a little contrast from from more of the the intro focus sometimes that you get with with uh, SES. So I thought it was it was a nice contrast. I think um, you know SES is still going to be valuable, 
but this is a nice new show to add to the mix. And as, as long as we can you know, find time to to go to all these shows, I think collectively as an industry, it's it's a good it's a good move. Absolutely, I, I found the quality of the of the attendees, the the experience they had, uh, added for for much more quality questions. And yeah. I guess you must yeah. have been asked a number of times about the uh, the advanced programming interface, um, the API that that Yahoo just released. Yeah, we we definitely um, we definitely announced that we timed that announcement. It's our new commercial API program. We timed it with the show, and we we knew that the show was coming out. We knew that there there would be pretty significant number of users of our current API at the show, and we thought this would be a great time to to time the release and also just a, a great opportunity to get out there and talk to a lot of our clients about it. So you know, we announced it at the show, and uh, not only that, but we, you know, we had, a, had our party on Monday night that was um, really focusing on that, and, and it gave us a chance to talk to a lot of clients as well as prospective clients for the API. You know, the API just allows co- companies to build software applications on top of our ad platform and allows them to innovate, do some new things, or just sort of automate different processes that they have, whether it's pulling down reports, um, you know, changing keywords, um, you know, just, just getting information on what's going on in their account, all the way up to some, you know, more creative things like building, you know, portfolio optimization or building um, keyword expansion tools. I mean, there's just there's lots of things you can do related to search campaign management. So we, what we did, um, just to give you a little background, so we, we completely re-engineered the API with, uh, with Panama, and we really uh, focused on building a robust, scalable, full-featured platform that advertisers could really take advantage of and trust to build, be able to build their business on. And then uh, we've, we kind of layered on top of that with the program, we layered on top of that a commitment to openness and accessibility. So with that, what we're saying to the market is we're, we're not going to charge for capacity or usage. Our, our intent is not to, to charge for usage at all, but really to, to, to still offer some value-added services that, that companies could pay for. But for actual usage of the system, it's absolutely free, and anyone can use that. Is, is our, that's, that's really the commitment we're, we're putting out there as part of the launch. And then the third thing, as I started to mention, is we've added this sort of commercial, professional-grade level of support services that are available. So things like uh, you know, having a dedicated technical account manager to assist you with, with building your applications or uh, service level agreements or, or just lining up and having discussions about our product roadmap and your product roadmap and how we can best collaborate on those things. Those are all things that are available with uh, sort of these, these graduated tiers of service that we make available. And um, so those are kind of the, the three things that we announced with the launch that robust, scalable platform, a commitment to openness, and then commercial, professional-grade support services. And so far, it seems like it's been really well-received. What kind of feedback have you been getting from, uh, from webmasters or from agencies that serve them? Yeah, and I think it's, it's good. I mean, obviously, one of the ways we differentiate from the competition is uh, you know, some of our competitors are charging for access, and um, yeah, I think that was not particularly well-received in the market. And so our goal was to, you know, make sure that anyone, whether you're a very small business, uh, just someone that wants to innovate and build a nice little niche application, all the way up to, you know, professional enterprise class software companies that, you know, build applications. Uh, We want to provide support at all levels, and we also want to provide open, free access at all levels. So anyone can, can access the system and just test it out. And, and look to build an application. So, 
so that was really one of the key ways we tried to differentiate, and I think that's been, been, been very well received. And then, you know, for companies that really want to build a business, I mean, let's face it, this is not, you know, search 1.0 anymore. I mean, we are, we're at a place in the industry where we have lots of, you know, very enterprise-class companies that have built search marketing applications, and they need, you know, stability and reliability and scalability, and they need also, they need someone to pick up the phone when they call, and they need some you know, dedicated service and those kinds of things. So that's really what we've tried to provide here, and I think that part's been well-received as well. Is Yahoo going to be inviting developers to submit applications they've come up with for other people to use, uh, sort of like an open-source uh, community? I think it's a great idea. And, you know, our, our first our first uh, big step here was to get this program launched and out the door, and, and then we look, you know, we'll look to build upon that over time. And certainly there's, there's some great uh, models out there with other companies and other industries that have done things like that and really, you know, set out uh, just not only, you know, not only looking to just allow access and allow companies to build, but also to encourage innovation and sharing within that community of developers. And that's really, that is our goal. And so I think you'll see more of those kinds of announcements over the next year as we, as we build out this program. Yahoo has just uh, released Panama in the UK. Will um, uh-huh. the API be open to uh, European or UK-based based designers? Yeah, it sure will. So this is really a global program, and uh, the, the API is available in every market that we're in now. And um, and while you know, the, the, with Panama, we released this in in beta, if you will, where we've had uh, you know access through to the Panama API for uh, for some time now. Um, with the Panama launch, but what we've really done now is just really try to publicize that and make and make that very open for everyone. So, and then add this kind of commercial level support services on top of that. I know that in the UK they are they have uh, you know they're ready to go as well in terms of access and and uh, and then they're also looking to to add the uh, commercial support services, which they've they've built out a small team to support that over there as well. You know, we often hear about how advertisers or agencies are reacting to the uh, the changeover to Panama, but we never get to hear about how how you guys, how you at Yahoo are reacting to the to the transfer over to Panama. What's sure. the vibe like in your offices now? Um, and what are you developing next? Sure. Well, so we're yeah we we've been very very pleased you know with with Panama's performance. You know, I think. Um, and for us, it all it all comes down to the advertisers. I mean, we that's one of the reasons we go to shows like SMX. We want to talk to clients and say, you know, how are you doing, and how's Panama working for you? And I think even today there was an article that came out from one of our agencies that we work with that uh, that pointed out that you know Panama is performing very well for their clients, and um, and that's the kind of stuff we love to hear. And, and you know, so far so good. We've heard a lot of those a lot of those stories from from advertisers and agencies that we work with. Over the last uh, you know couple months and and uh, but we you know we really built Panama Panama to scale. It, it was not only it's interesting in it. It was a it was a project that impacted the entire company, a uh, project that the entire company got involved in. Uh, you know we worked we had uh, developers across continents working on this. You know and whether it's Europe or or India or the or the U.S. So we had you know, developers building this thing all over, and we also reconstructed our entire infrastructure and. And sort of architecture in order to, to sort of re uh, rearchitect this advertiser platform, and that, that what the platform enables us to do is to innovate on top of it. So it's having having that platform in place allows us to do 
more innovation over time. So we will we do have several launches planned for this year, um, and they're you know you think of them as more minor, you know, smaller upgrades that are going to happen over time. But having the robust platform allows us to make those upgrades, and it just becomes easier to innovate more quickly. So I think that's what we're what's, that's what we're most excited about, and um, just to be able to continue to move the ball forward and and provide you know better tools and services to advertisers so they can you know perform better and get a stronger ROI over time. Are you guys still bug fixing at any point? And um, and these upgrades are they are they going to be dealing with any issues you might find between different uh, different regions, different countries, or or even different states? Um, yeah, I, I, I think most of the bugs, uh, you know, for Panama itself were, were handled pretty quickly. So I, I don't think we have those kinds of bugs. But obviously, anytime you do a launch, you know, just uh, if you've done software development, there's always going to be, you know, there's always going to be uh, small issues that, that might arise. Um, and then uh, in terms of uh, the second part of your question, <laughs> can you ask that again? Sorry. Well, sometimes there's discrepancies between taxes, between shopping systems, oh, even sure, between sure. user behavior, between regions, um, different nations, um, and sometimes yeah. even between cities and states. Right, right. Well, that's part of the reason why we've, we've rolled this out, you know, you know, somewhat slowly and just, just with, with appropriate caution to make sure that we don't, you know, mess up in terms of the migration. And, and obviously it's a huge effort to migrate accounts over from the old platform to the new platform. And, you know, it's a decent amount of work for everyone involved. And so we want to make sure that that's done really um, well and that, uh, that advertisers are happy with that experience. So you know, rolling it out in the U.S. and North America first really allowed us to, you know, learn a few things. And that we're applying that knowledge as we roll it out in Europe and Asia. So... Um, and certainly, there's yeah, there's 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 currency differences. There's a number of differences that that we've had to adapt to for local markets. But from what I hear, uh, things are going well in terms of the beta, uh, and just in terms of the beta rollout, or, or I, I don't know if we're calling it a beta officially, but the you know the initial rollout in the UK and then also uh, in Japan. So I'm, I'm hearing good things, but I'm I'm not I'm not that close to that. I haven't been talking to those markets on a on a daily or weekly basis even, but I just I've just heard good things. I'm hearing. I tend to be hearing, or I think people in the search marketing community hear good thing from good things from the agency level. Um, many of us in, in at this level of the, of the of the industry, at any rate, don't get to hear from the mega agency level. How mm-hmm. are the largest advertisers reacting to the changeovers? Well, I think it's good, I and mean, I think that um, I, I referenced that article today, and I think it, you know it's from uh, Performix. I, I just saw it across come across the wire, but. Um, but essentially, you know, they're saying that, hey, for their clients, and they have a lot of large clients, they're saying for their clients, you know, they're seeing really strong results. And, and if you have brand name clients, you know, you tend to, um, you will get a good, you know, you will get a strong click-through rate on brand-related terms. So, uh, so for big, bigger advertisers, uh, there is that, um, that sort of, uh, that advantage that, that, that those companies get out of the gate in terms of just they have brands, they're recognizable in the market, and as a result, you know, users are going to click on them uh, you know, in a, in a, generally in a significant way, and that's going to drive good results for them. So, um, so, so that's one area where I think you know, big advertisers are seeing really strong ROI and good performance. And then, of course, for, for mid- and small-size advertisers, uh, they're also seeing relevancy help to improve their performance. So we've heard good things. I, I think that um, we obviously uh, we obviously invest in our 
in our advertisers and our big agencies, we look at them as partners. We really want to invest in their business, and that's you know, part of the part of our approach with the API program was to really partner and invest in companies and looking at kind of this capacity and access as, as one of our one of the ways that we can invest in their business, and um, and that's really always been our approach at Yahoo. We and, and going back to the Overture days, we try to be very partner centric, partner focused as well as advertiser-focused and um, looking to help them succeed. But, I, I, yeah, I have heard very good things from our large agency partners as well as our large advertiser partners in terms of how Panama is performing for them. One of the, uh, the, the, the greatest powers, I guess, of the, of the pay-per-click market and of the search, the search advertising market in general is how it has allowed smaller shops to compete on a relatively even playing field with the, with the largest entities. Sure. And in the, the paid search marketplace, that all comes down to distribution. Yeah. Um, are there any new channels that, uh, that uh, YSM ads may be appearing on in the, in the future that, that you're able to talk about? Yeah, nothing I can talk about, but I can tell you that it continues to be a huge area of focus for us. And, uh, you know, we've, we've said that, you know, we, we want to build the leading industry uh, ecosystem of advertisers and publishers, and so certainly we're we're focused on that constantly. Uh, you know, we have had some nice wins this year in terms of uh, in terms of some new distribution deals, and um, so we have our you know partnership with the newspaper consortium, which I, I don't uh, have the numbers off the top of my head, but you know we're talking about hundreds of newspapers that are that are in on this thing, and and this is a partnership both for content as well as you know ad distribution. Um, so we expect that to, to continue to grow over time. That's you know, really just uh, just cranking up in many ways. And then we have um, our partnership with eBay, where we've um, uh, you know we've have, have strong distribution there. And eBay is obviously a huge player in terms of uh, the number of search queries that they can drive. Um, and I know we've had a couple other nice wins this year as well. So. Uh, so, you know, we continue to focus on that area. Uh, nothing to announce today necessarily, but in terms of uh, our investment there, it's huge, and we're going to continue to look to build that network. Uh, at the open, at the beginning of the segment, you, uh, you mentioned just all the shows that are there going on in the, in the industry lately. Sure. And, um, SES Toronto is coming up next week, then um, SES Latino is coming up the week after that in Miami. Um, yeah. I guess Yahoo's Yahoo's at all these shows, and and yeah. Yahoo representatives are available to attendees at all these shows, right? Yeah, that's right. Now, um, Dan, maybe I don't know if you can if you're quali- if you're able to answer this question or not. I probably not not your department, but why does right. Yahoo throw the best parties? What's that? Why does Yahoo tend to throw the best parties? Why do we throw the best parties? <laughs> yeah, these well, shows they're amazing. Uh, you know, I think that for us, it's. Uh, it's a great opportunity to, as I said, get in front of our clients and get in front of our, our customers and talk to them. And, you know, obviously, how many times, like, you know, it would cost me a lot of money, for example, to fly around and, and meet with 100 clients, but I can do that, you know, in one place at a, at a show, right? So it's like, uh, to that extent, it's, it's a real benefit for us just to, to have so many great clients in one place and be able to connect with them, get feedback, et cetera. So for us, you know, we, 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 we have invested in parties, in parties over the years in terms of just, you know, having, uh, you, know, g- you know, having a chance to, to get together with our advertisers and our, our publisher partners. So, you know, hopefully we'll, uh, we'll be able to continue to do that. Yeah, I know you have to run to, uh, to a meeting in a few minutes. So um, I have one more question for you. If sure. any of the people listening to the show or if uh, any of their clients wanted to hear you or, or um, speak with you specifically, where sure. are you appearing next? 
it's a good question. Um, I think that I will be at, uh, you know, I'm sure I'll be at the next SES. I think we're, we're looking to add an API panel there potentially. I think we're still working that, working that out with Danny at Sullivan last time I checked. But So there's a good chance I'll be at SES. I'll, I'll definitely be there, you know, at SES. Uh, I guess it's San Jose next, right? So I'll be there and probably will be on one or two panels there. And then I know Webmaster World will be coming up, and there'll be more SMXs. So uh, still working on all the details, but I'm sure uh, I'll be available. And obviously, people, you know, feel free to uh, shoot me an email if they want to reach out directly. Well, Dan Broberg, thank you so much for taking the time to speak with speak with the alternatives today. Great, I appreciate it. Thanks for your time. Okay, talk to you later. Bye bye. Okay, bye. And that was Dan Broberg from Yahoo Search Marketing. Unfortunately, we've got to pay some bills here right now, so we'll be back after the break with TJ Kelly from LookSmart. The Alternative on FM. We'll be back after this short commercial break. Howdy, boys, and you girls, too. I'm here to talk to you about Milnick Media, the best CPA network, period. They sure know how to deliver, and I know something about deliverance. Now, you want to get paid? Damn right you do. We'll make sure you get your money. Milnick Media's got support people who know their ass from their elbow. Need a new jet ski? How about one of them new fangled plasma TVs? Well, Cousin Jeremy here will hook you up with our performance rewards program. Email submits, zip submits, ringtone, Hell, we got them all! Yeehaw! Hey there, it's Cousin Jeremy. Get on over to M-I-L-L-N-I-C-Media.com and we'll have you so happy, you'll be squealing like a pig. Want traffic? For results without hassle, look no further than Search Ad Network. Focused on your core goals, our dedicated account management team will drive your online sales, increase brand recognition, and generate leads for offline sales through expert search engine marketing and technology. In addition, Search Ad Network offers free click fraud detection and API access into all major engines to ensure your business reaches their desired ROI. Visit SearchAdNetwork.com today to experience true profit through performance. Friend Finder. Friend Finder, the world's largest online dating network, featuring over 100 million profiles at hot sites such as Passion.com and FastCupid.com, represents enormous profit-making opportunities for webmasters just like you. With, with Friend Finder's ability to geo-target and provide billing solutions in most languages and currencies, you are sure to find our comprehensive network to be a good friend to your wallet. Get more traffic-maximizing details now at FriendFinder.com. And now, transport back into the alternative on WebmasterRadio.fm. Here's your host, Jim Hedger. And we're back. Um, this is Jim Hedger and Dave Davies. We're in Seattle at the SMX show, um, SMX Advanced. And we're sitting here with TJ Kelly from LookSmart. TJ is the, the vice president of marketing with LookSmart. And, um, well, we'd like to talk to him about a number of things, starting with uh, their newest campaign, the newest marketing campaign, the Power to the People campaign. TJ, what's Power to the People all about? Well, it's, it, it's interesting. The, the campaign came around for us in, in really the emerging trends in the market. If you look at what's happening in search now with keyword prices being inflated, keyword prices going up, um, some of the smaller advertisers and larger advertisers are being priced out of the market as bigger brands are coming online. There's increased competition. So in the big engines, there is um, a, a definite keyword price inflation that... Um, we were seeing as search marketers ourselves and, and hearing from our advertisers that they were looking for alternatives. Um, so for us, it, it's, it, it's all about putting the power 
back into the the hands of the people, if you will. And and it's kind of funny. We joke around about the campaign, but there's a serious level to the campaign that people are looking for alternatives. So when we launched the PPC Power to the People at SES in New York, it's all about providing an alternative for advertisers when they're seeking to diversify their budgets because keyword or keyword prices are inflating and customer service levels are are depreciating as more advertisers are coming online. So how does LookSmart keep its own keyword prices from inflating too quickly um, while still providing like excellent customer service? I think it's the nature of the network, um, and it's the nature of what we do. So we, we're not in, um, in business to you know, drive or, or overinflate keyword prices. We're, we're in business to offer an alternative to advertisers in search, and, and keyword price is interesting. It, it's inherent in our network. It's inherent in the traffic. Um, that we have at LookSmart, and, and it, it is what it is. It's affordable PPC advertising. Where is uh, the bulk of your inventory coming from? Are people signing up with you? Are you importing inventory from other networks? Um, so the majority of LookSmart's traffic does come from our ad network, um, and then also about 10% of our traffic comes from the LookSmart-owned and operated properties, which are Find Articles, Furl.net, and the LookSmart vertical search sites. Let's talk a little bit about the LookSmart vertical search sites, because... Uh, LookSmart went on that initiative about a year and a half ago, and we haven't heard a heck of a lot of it in the search media recently. Um, how's that initiative going, and what verticals are working well for you? I think the, the, the vertical search sites are still going, and they're still going well. We launched a wide footprint with 181 vertical search sites, over 13 categories, to really put the feelers out there and see what would be sticky. Categories for us are very strong in, in health, very strong in business and finance, so those are the top two emerging categories for us. Now, is the majority of the traffic, now we discussed a bit before the show here, uh, launch into contextual advertising. Um, What is the next moving forward strategy as far as LookSmart is concerned um, to acquire more traffic, which is obviously uh, for any engine uh, a big part, um, bringing in new advertisers? um, And as you do, what are your plans to sort of counteract um, increased prices based on fraud? Um, What have you basically set out as initiatives to protect your advertisers? So initiatives for our advertisers is is obviously to provide uh, the widest range uh, of traffic. We recently launched a contextual product, so now we have a search product and a contextual product. Uh, we launched the contextual product on LookSmartsFindArticles.com site, um, and we plan to expand contextual into our ad network um, over the next year. Um, so the, the goal for us moving forward in, in how we're using our technology and how we're engaging with our advertisers to... Uh, to quote-unquote protect our advertisers is is to offer alternatives, get them closer to the query um, in the network, and we do that by offering our technology to publishers, so we allow the technology that we use in the ad center, our, our ad center for publishers technology is used by publishers to offer search and contextual advertising on their own sites, in their own networks that they're creating, so it allows our advertisers to partake in a broader network and get closer to that query through our, our distribution partners and our publishing partners. Now, what makes this different? I mean, there are, there are definitely other um, search engines out there that are providing similar type services um, to the adver- or to publishers. Um, what makes LookSmart's offerings different? I think LookSmart's offering um, is very different in that we offer the technology, we offer the, the API, we offer the reporting tools, the scalability that you get in a network. We offer um, 400 million queries a day over many different categories. So we offer depth, we offer reach, and then we also offer the customer service aspect. So we've got the technology, and then it's all about the PPC power to the people and offering that customer service piece where we're experts on our network 
and we can go after the greatest return for our advertisers. So somebody advertising with LookSmart, will they be getting their own customer service representative, a dedicated person, um, and will they have power uh, over which verticals their, their ads appear in? Depending on where, so to, to approach the customer service issue, depending on, on your size and your um, interaction with LookSmart, we have dedicated account managers that service our larger accounts, and we also have a full customer service staff that will answer any questions that our self-service advertisers have. So you have dedicated customer support for both large and small advertisers. You can pick up the phone, you can call, you can get a hold of someone, you can email through your LookSmart account, you can actually be responded to in the same day, and, and we offer that service to advertisers of all sizes, whether your budget's $30 a month or, or you know, $5,000 a month and higher. Yeah. Will, will advertisers have the, uh, the ability to choose which verticals their ads are going to appear in? So we also offer banners, and you can um, choose individual verticals with banner targeting on the LookSmart sites. Um, we don't offer site-level targeting at this time. The ads themselves are contextually driven, is that correct? Um, we have search ads and then contextually driven ads. So um, we just launched a contextual product on find articles in the verticals. Um, and the search ads are, are search-based and keyword-based. So there's a keyword-based product and a contextual-based product. Now, you touched a little bit, and, and, and we've been talking about uh, the different types of ads. You touched a little bit earlier on reporting tools. Now, for, for any advertiser, this is going to be a, a key area, or, or at least advertisers of in the know of sorts that these are important. What tools are you providing to help advertisers um, detect the various sort of quality of the clicks that they're getting? So quality of clicks, um, definitely we provide uh, the reporting tools for advertisers to report down to the keyword level is very important for us. So you can report on the campaign level and the keyword level, um, and based on that information, you, as the advertiser, can track to a specific ROI that you're trying to specifically meet. Um, we offer API tools so that uh, you can use your bid management tools, you can use your other tools to interact with our system directly through the API. So you're, you're pulling all the data into your own reporting systems to calculate your conversions and your ROI. Um, the next step for us is, is conversion tracking, and we're offering conversion tracking in a beta mode right now to some of our um, managed accounts, and uh, conversion tracking will ultimately help us work together with our advertisers to ultimately meet their ROI needs. Now, you're, you're discussing ROI and conversion tracking there. What sort of systems, I mean, where everybody listening is probably familiar with Google systems in place to, to track conversions, are you tracking it down to um, the level of a sale? Are you tracking it down to the level of somebody filling out a, um, you know, a contact form or something like that? How, what systems are in place to help advertisers track conversions? So it, it, it's pixel tracking that's used um, for a particular conversion type. So based on what the advertiser is looking for, whether it's a sale or a registration or whatever that is, you can track those as different conversion types, and, and you can track that with, with our conversion tracking that's in beta. Now, when I was uh, most recently in San Francisco, I, I got to meet a number of, of people from BookSmart, um, and there, there was a, a sense of renewal in, uh, in, in their vibe and their attitude and, and their, their outlook. Now, I don't want to bring up uglier parts of LookSmart's history, but there's still a simmering anger in the search marketing community about the LookSmart's 180-degree turn, was it three, four years ago, where you overnight started charging for listings. Is LookSmart going to, for want of a better word, dedicate itself to more open communication, more uh, uh, active communication with the search marketing community? 
Yeah, I think yes, the answer to that question. Um, we are as transparent as we can be, and, and it's through the help of our advertisers working together with our partners and, and that ecosystem working together to do the right things to open up that transparency and, and really be forthcoming with all of the, the data and the tools needed for, for advertisers and publishers in this day and age. Does LookSmart still run its own organic listings? We do run our own organic listings on the vertical search site, so it's organic search. Um, and then we also offer paid listings on those vertical search sites as well. How do webmasters get their uh, their websites or web pages into those different verticals? Um, so we uh, have WiseNut as our crawler, um, and WiseNut is crawling and indexing the web at at scale, and and that is the way to to optimize your pages and, and allow those pages to be crawled. We don't have a paid inclusion product anymore. Excellent. You know, I think there's a lot of search marketers out there who will be very happy to hear that. Why is that? Is that a, just a typical algorithmic spider, uh, just following links anywhere? It you know, lives to follow links, moves from one site to another site to another site, and it's just gathering the web? Yes, exactly. Well, TJ, I, I think that's about it for, uh, for our questions. Thank you so much for being on The Alternative with Webmaster Radio. Is there, is there anything at all you'd want to tell the search marketing community or webmasters out there about LookSmart? Stuff that, you know, that... that, that uh, that we haven't asked or that just often gets overlooked but needs to be said? You know, I think that, that there's a, a movement in the industry to consider alternatives, and, and we at LookSmart believe that. That's why we, we launched the campaign, the PPC Power of the People. We believe that there are great alternatives for advertisers in the search market now, and, and we believe LookSmart is one of those. And we think it's important for everyone to know that, that beyond the big guys, beyond the big three, the big four, however you classify it, there are great alternatives um, in the industry. LookSmart's one of those. There are a host of others, and I just encourage everyone to, to try the alternatives if they're looking to diversify their search campaigns, just like you would your financial portfolio. You need to diversify your search campaigns and, and move in the right direction to meet your ROI and conversion goals. Well, you know, I made a mistake because I got another question. Um, one of the things with, with uh, paid search marketing is distribution. Advertisers want to know that their ads are getting in front of as many eyeballs as possible. Um, does LookSmart have any other distribution partners outside of its own network? Um, well, the, the distribution partners would inherently be our network. So we've got our owned and operated as part of that, but then also our network. So our network is full of distribution partners, whether they're small niche publishers, niche search sites, or, or compilation search sites like uh, you know, Metacrawler, Webcrawler, Dogpile, and, and the like. So I think with our, our expanded technology and, and us offering the ad center technology to other publishers, it gives us that extended reach into those niche areas of traffic and also the mainstream areas of traffic. Um, uh, Kelly Search from Reed is a good example of, of a B2B publisher and offering search there using the technology itself. Um, now, you, I can assume that you're looking to expand your, your publisher network, as, as any engine is. What will you be doing or putting in place to maintain the, the quality of the publishers that are on there? I mean, this is a, a big problem that Google's facing right now. They don't really have the same control over where their ads are or where um, AdWords ads are being placed through the AdSense network. What will you be doing uh, to ensure that to your advertisers that the publishers are of a higher quality? Um, it, it's testing and having an open dialogue with those um, publisher partners, especially when we're in agreement to license the technology in the ad center, um, whether it's ad syndication that they're, they're taking from LookSmart and we're working together on or the ad center itself. I think it's an open dialogue and, and really a relationship with our publisher partners, each and every one individually. It's, it's, you can't come and just sign up 
in a self-service environment as a publisher and take a distribution feed, every, um, every deal we sign, there's a personal contact in place with each one of our publishing partners, whether they're using the technology in the ad center or they're using um, LookSmart's ad syndication. Well, you heard it here from the horse's mouth. That was TJ Kelly, Director of Marketing at LookSmart. Um, we got to go back. We got to go to a break now. We'll be back on The Alternative on Webmaster Radio, sponsored by the ISCDN in just a few minutes. And uh, when we're coming back, we're coming back with uh, mobile and social search maven Cindy Crum. Stay tuned. The Alternative on FM. We'll be back after this short commercial break. Generating buzz for your company is essential and now easier than ever with Paper Post, the consumer-generated advertising network. Our powerful network of bloggers at Paper Post will creatively expose your product or service through original link-generated ads and embedding video or audio on their sites. Launch your viral marketing campaigns with confidence and enjoy increased traffic with higher conversion rates only through Paper Post. Visit PaperPost.com and join the revolution. Enjoying top payouts and unparalleled affiliate support is as easy as XY7.com. Just call 1-866-XY7-PAYS and see how it pays to join XY7 for increased conversions and higher revenue via the newest and hottest ad campaigns. Call 1-866-XY7-PAYS today or sign up at XY7.com and find out why thousands of other successful affiliate marketers already know. So don't wait. Call now. one 1-866-XY7-PAYS. That's 1-866-XY7-PAYS. XY7.com. The only ad network you'll ever need to get paid. XY7.com. Are your ads managing you? Tired of click fraud and little or no ROI on your pay-per-click search ads? Take control. Reduce your costs and gain valuable traffic with effective flat fee featured listings on over 245 search engines and web directories from the ISEDN.org, the independent search engine and directory network. Now free yourself from click fraud, bidding and hassles with low cost top 10 exposure for less than $4 a month from ISEDN. So visit ISEDN.org today and discover how easy it is maximizing your company's online revenue stream with affordable search engine and directory flat fee ads from the ISEDN.org. And now, transport back into the alternative on webmasterradio.fm. Here's your host, Jim Hedger. This is Jim Hedger live in Seattle at the Seattle SMX Show, and I'm here with Cindy Crum. Uh, senior SEO of Blue Moon Works um, out of Denver, Colorado. Cindy just did a kick-ass panel on social networking and social media. Cindy, welcome to Webmaster Radio. Thank you very much. I'm excited to be here. So you just got you just got off that panel. That was uh, the first time you've you've given that presentation. Um, it was on social networking. What were you talking about? Uh, I was talking about how to manage your brand and promote your brand on social networks and in social media. So how much time do you spend working in social networks, working either with clients or for yourself or for Blue Moon Works? Um, I spend a lot of time participating and reading blogs and on social sites, not just social networks, but the social sites in general like Dig and Technorati, and also just monitoring what's new on the social networking sites, what other brands are doing to promote themselves uh, and stuff like that. So what are the most successful social networking sites now, and what are the most successful tactics on those sites? Well, they're the big ones, like MySpace and um, 
Friendster, or friend, not Friendster, MySpace and, oh shit, Facebook, <laughs> MySpace and Facebook, um, and things like that, but then there's a growing number of niche social sites um, develop, developed around specific ideas or specific interests, like fishing social sites and, and dog social sites and stuff like that. So I, I spend time looking at what the niche ones are doing and what the big ones are doing, too. So how do people with specific interests or niche interests find these, uh, these niche social sites? Uh, a lot of the time it's word of mouth. It's not necessarily online. So one of their friends is part of a social site or a niche social site, and they uh, tell them about it, and then uh, they'll go on and join and become friends and start interacting socially online. Okay, but for the, for the larger companies or for um, companies who are interested in search or social marketing, where's the places to be? For the, for the large companies, you have to be on the major ones. You have to have a brand presence on MySpace and, and Facebook and stuff like that, um, especially if, you're, if the demographic is right. But also for social media, it's important to be promoting your brand on uh, things like Dig and Technorati and stuff like that, too. Okay. During, your, during your speech, you mentioned a phrase, radical transparency. You said that Large companies or people using the, the social media for, for advertising have to get used to radical transparency. Now, what did you mean by that? Well, especially it's important if you're using social profiles for brand management to not only promote your brand but promote your brand in the right light. Um, it's important to be as honest with your constituency as possible. You have to tell them exactly what's going on. That way you get an honest response back from them and you really endear yourself and your brand to your brand evangelists, to people who really care about what's going on with your brand. So if something were to happen um, that would reflect negatively on your brand, you could embrace it um, and use it as a way to uh, interact with your viewers and be honest and direct and tell them what exactly is going on with your brand and why your brand has made certain decisions and things like that. So really, radical transparency is radical honesty, being out there and, and telling the whole story to, to whoever is part of your network. Exactly. When in, when in doubt, tell the truth. If you're not sure, then the best thing to do is tell people exactly what's going on and why you're doing what you're doing. So what kind of person would you consider to be a brand evangelist? What are their traits, their characteristics? Brand evangelists care about a brand and kind of take it in as part of who they are. So if you think about MySpace, a person who uses, who will go out and search the web for a Gucci uh, MySpace layout, that's a brand evangelist. They care about your brand so much, they make it part of who they are and the representation of who they are online. They make it part of their personal profile, and that means they've taken you in and they really do care about your brand. So how can advertisers or how can, how can uh, the large companies, the brands, make use of the evangelists? Make it easy for brand evangelists to show their love. Give them the tools that they need to express their, their undying uh, admiration of your brand. If you give them things like uh, branded widgets that they can post on their personal blogs or post on their MySpace profiles, give them things like MySpace layouts um, or screen um, desktops and stuff like that so that they can further kind of integrate your brand with who they are. Okay. What can you get? What can you get them to do for you? Can you get them to do friendship campaigns? Can you get them to to build the network yourself or themselves to, to make your own network larger? Um, 
brand brand evangelists are out there all the time um, just being who they are. And when your brand is part of who they are, uh, then their friends see it and consider the brand and it you know, purchase decisions are really highly influenced by your peer network. And when you're representing that you really care about a certain brand, then your friends are going to see it and they might investigate the brand and, and become a brand evangelist. Say, yeah, that really is great. This really is a great product. And it spreads virally and it spreads offline too um, to things you can for instance, host contests that take people from the online realm to the offline realm where it's much more interactive and you're interacting with your brand in, in a real-life situation where it's you're online and you do things and you're offline. And that, that kind of interaction is so real-life and so tied to who they are that it's a constant power in their life. And they're talking about it online, they're talking about it offline. That's the best you could hope for because it's free. Is there currently a large ad spend in the in the social networks? Um, there is currently a large ad spend, but it's expected to triple by 2011. And so what I'm promoting is saying, you know, people are spending a lot of money on advertising, but participating is free. And so I'm saying, take your brand, participate for free, and also do the, you know, pay if you need to. But go ahead and take the low-hanging fruit. Take the free opportunity to create social networks around your brand. During your speech, you you suggested that social networkers use search engine optimization tactics to uh, to promote their site or to promote their their uh, their profiles. Right. What exactly did you mean by that? Well, you can you can seed your profiles with lots of great keywords and anchor text, and dri- when you drive a lot of traffic to them, they have a higher chance of ranking well for search terms. And so what you can do is use it for brand management to crowd out, if you have perhaps brand detractors or people who don't like your brand, the more profiles that you can get ranking well on uh, related keywords, the less likely it is that any kind of a brand detractor would show up high in results. You can also use, uh, use profiles as well as your main site to link to people who are saying positive things about your brand to improve their page rank and to improve, improve how they show up in search engines to further crowd out any kind of detractor. One of the last major messages you delivered during your speech was embrace convergence. Right. Now, the social networks, they allow us to do audio, they allow us to do video, um, plenty of text, but you... And it's all obvious when when you when you go into Facebook or when you go into MySpace, the options are all there. But you felt it necessary to emphasize embrace convergence, which makes me wonder: Are some of the larger advertisers, some of the larger companies, not paying attention, not doing the right things? Yeah, I think tons of marketing dollars are being wasted by brands that are putting a lot of money into creating commercials for TV that people are uh, fast-forwarding through when they DVR it or on their TiVo. And so that money is just wasted. People aren't going to see the commercial. But if you put, if you create a brand profile and put those commercials on your uh, profile, then the likelihood of people who actually are interested in your brand or care about uh, what you're doing, uh, seeing that commercial is much higher. And they can also so link to it, send friends to it, and spread that virally because uh, to to counterbalance the loss of the people who are fast forwarding through your commercials. Cindy, if there was if there was any listener out there who's interested in speaking with you or with Blue Moon Works more about social networking or um, SEO or, or online advertising, how would they get a hold of you? Uh, you can just email me at Cindy C I N D Y dot Crum K R U M at BlueMoonWorks.com, and I love getting emails. Thank you very much for being on Webmaster Radio. Thank you. Well, that was Cindy Crum from Blue Moon Works. And uh, 
that was a great show. Um, it was a special thanks to Dan, TJ, and, and to Cindy. Um, Dave, it's going to be a crazy couple of weeks coming up. Um, I'm leaving in uh, about 24 hours for Toronto. I'm there for SES Toronto on Tuesday and Wednesday. Then uh, next week, Webmaster Radio is, uh, is in New York, right? They are, DM days. Um, so I guess I'll be seeing you again shortly. We don't seem to ever run into each other in Victoria, despite the fact that we both <laughs> live here, but uh, every time we go abroad. <laughs> yep, Webmaster Radio is going to be cover- providing coverage from the DM Days show in uh, New York. That's happening week after next. Um, Dave is definitely going to be there. I'm probably going to be there. And we look forward to bringing you amazing content from uh, from yet another convention. You know, we need an acronym for yet another convention. Yak. Yeah. That's awesome. Folks, thanks for listening to The Alternative on Webmaster Radio. We're sponsored by the ISEDN, ISEDN.org. We're going to be back next week. Stay tuned.